0: You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen, whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Hello, 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 mamas. Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Mama Work It podcast. I am so happy you're here, and I am ridiculously excited to talk about today's topic because I don't know about you, but I just love, love, love to talk about goal setting. It's one of my favorite things to do as someone who loves strategy, loves planning, loves dreaming, loves productivity, and loves that intense feeling of gratification and pride that comes along with achieving some major goals or even minor goals you set for yourself. So if this is our first time connecting, hello, my name is Marissa Lonick. I'm a mom of four kids, entrepreneur, and founder of Mama Work It, where we support women in the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. I'm a three-time author, former corporate executive, and intuitive life and business coach, Focusing on time management and productivity. So, it is the holiday season and things may feel a bit cray right now. But today, I'm going to spend some time giving you an overview of what I do every year when it comes to New Year's goals. Now, trust me when I say, even though I've always been someone who has set New Year's goals or New Year's resolutions, whatever you like to call them. I haven't always been someone who followed through on them. Like in my college days, for example, I'd always set some health goals or weight loss goals, and I'd almost always end up gaining 10 pounds instead of losing it. So I tell you this because I want you to see that goals haven't always come easy for me, and they still don't always come easy for me, and I've definitely struggled with achieving things in the past, And to be honest, right, I still struggle to complete goals sometimes these days, but I have so much more knowledge and experience now, and I know how to better set goals so I can typically achieve them without getting frustrated and failing and giving up before February even arrives. So trust me, if you have felt that struggle, that feeling of intense January 1st motivation followed by intense demotivation just a few weeks later, I know, I get it. And I totally have new and improved ways of mapping this goal setting formula out to achieve and maybe even exceed your 2023 goals. Now, what I'm going to share with you is going to be great for you, but I want to mention it's also great for your family. So since I am kind of into goals and productivity in my life, I have introduced my ways of doing this to my family. And now every year, my kids, my husband, everyone chooses a goal to focus on. So we're all working towards something for our own growth throughout the year. I just love that I'm instilling this quality in my kids, even at a super, super young age. And I love that we have been doing this for years with success. And just in case you don't know, my kids right now are nine, nine, five, and three. So last year, for example, one of my kids' goals was to be able to run a mile in under 10 minutes. So he and I would train regularly on this. And we would use my running app to time ourselves and measure distance. And it was such a fun way to bond, to get fit, and to also go through the hard days when our running journey wasn't as linear as we wanted it to be. There were so many teachable moments during our work toward achieving that goal. And I just feel so good about the fact that I was right there for it with my son during that process. So in November, we did end up reaching his goal, and to be honest, even though it wasn't specifically something I had on my goal list, I felt really good about achieving it too because I'm not someone who's a really fast runner, and that was a total accomplishment for me too. So what we're going to do in today's episode is we are going to break down this goal-setting process into steps. And while I love to do this again as a New Year's exercise, you certainly don't have to. Like if you're listening to this episode in June, maybe you decide to do this exercise for the second half of the year. Or if you're listening to this episode at any point, maybe you take these tips and you apply them on your birthday and you focus on that as your measurement for a year. Or maybe you do this quarterly in some smaller steps or even monthly. There are no hard and fast rules. But what I am going to share with you is that there are no hard and fast rules, but I am going to share it with you now at this time of year for a Jan 1 start with the intent that you do this at the start of the year because this is what I personally practice in my life and quite frankly, the time of year when I think this is what a lot of people are thinking about, right? Setting goals, they're feeling excited and motivated, they're called to challenge themselves in this way. So. The first step is you're going to brainstorm. Now, this process can be an ongoing one that starts even months before you actually start working on these goals. So for example, in the past, I've kept a list on my notes app with running bullet points of things I think of whenever they come to me that I may want to do. I may want to achieve in the future. So this can start months in advance. If you don't have something you do like this, or if you're maybe storing these ideas, these goals in your brain, and you haven't transferred them to a notes app or even a piece of paper, and if you're not even sure what those goals are yet, maybe you haven't even thought about them, then I want you to carve out some time to give yourself uninterrupted brainstorming time. Now, here's my feeling on this. I love to create time and space for an exercise like this, a brainstorming exercise, because I think it gives it value, it gives it importance, it gives it a place in your typically very busy schedule where you could easily just say, I don't have time to do that. But what I find happens is that sometimes when we put this immense pressure on ourselves during this particular phase, especially if it's last minute with a deadline, Like where we're at now, end of year, we don't always get the ideas, get the inspiration of what we're feeling called to do in that moment. So, my advice is if you haven't come up with your ideas yet, if you don't have a running list, just be aware that you do want to develop this. And if when you carve out that time and brainstorm, if nothing comes or nothing that really excites you comes, that's okay. The right goals will come when they need to come. Other ways that you can open yourself up to receiving them, right, if you're feeling like you're sitting sitting down, have this hour carved out for brainstorming and like pff, blank, blank spaces, nothing's coming, go for a walk or a run outside. Yes, even if it's cold, okay? You could also take a longer than usual shower. Listen to some meditation music or something that allows you to get into a state of just letting it go, letting go of the to-do list, the daily responsibilities, all the things that might be blocking your brain from receiving these amazing downloads that light you up that you want to be focused on in the coming year. What else? Okay. The thing about brainstorming I want to remind you of is that you should add to your list Whatever comes to you. Like, do not hold back. This isn't a firm list of must do's. This is likely going to be longer and lengthier and more than you can probably take on. But every idea you get deserves a place on this list as of now. This is not your final copy, okay? This is your rough, rough, rough draft. And that means you need to include anything and everything that comes to mind because if the thought came to you, There's a reason it did. And it might not make sense in this moment, but down the line, it will. So don't let any hesitation creep in, any perfectionism creep in, wanting to keep the list tight and orderly. No, just let the ideas flow and live on that hot mass express goal brainstorm list. Just do it. Okay, so now that you've got your list of ideas, I want you to ensure you have the right supplies. You are going to need to write your goals down. This does not need to be fancy or expensive. You can use a paper or a poster board. You can use a Sharpie. I personally use a dry erase board, ironically, (laughs) but I don't actually erase anything until the end of the year after I've also taken a photo of the goals and of my accomplishments. So the reason why you need something to write these goals on is because you are going to display this somewhere in your home where you will see it every single day. This has shifted for me of where I keep my goals, my goal whiteboard, okay? I've had it propped up on my night table in years past. Now I have it hanging in my office so I can see it daily when I'm in there You can put this on a mirror, depending obviously how big it is, how big your mirror is. That may or may not work. It can go on your fridge, although sometimes your goals may be more personal and you may not want them on display for visitors who come to your home or things like that. It is totally up to you. But you will need to ensure when you write these goals down that you place them somewhere You will look at them daily. And the reason I say you might want to invest in some supplies is because you may want them to be written down on something cute, right? On something that goes with your space, something that makes you feel fancy even. It's like when you're rocking a cute outfit, right? It makes you feel good. It makes you feel confident. It maybe even makes you more productive and motivated to do big things. So If this is something you currently don't have and you want to take a little home goods trip or spend a few minutes on Amazon Prime finding something there or even DIY something cool from like dollar store supplies or craft store supplies, do you, girlfriend, all right? But have your supplies ready. So here's where we are going to narrow down our list and come up with a few goals that feel good to you to be focused on for next year. There is no perfect formula for this, and I'm going to stress as well that different years, just like different seasons of life, you may have a stronger focus on one area versus another. So I'm not going to give you a solid checkbox type of regimen to follow, but I will tell you that I think it's important to focus on a diverse set of goals not just work-related ones, not just financial-related ones, not just family-related ones, not just health-related ones. I think a mix is good. And not just because it's good to be well-rounded, but actually things like taking care of your health often feed into goals that seem totally unrelated. Okay, so for example, if one of your goals has to do with exercise, You're likely going to find that as you get into better habits of exercising, you have more energy. You're able to more easily get other things done and even have potentially better focus when doing those other things because you're consistently clearing out toxins when you're sweating and when you're working out. Toxins that could be blocking your ability to work to your maximum efficiency level. Another thing could be a goal of having regular date nights with your spouse, which leads into maybe improving your relationship, which puts you in a better mood more often, which makes you smile more when you're out and about, which allows you to attract more business and maybe hit financial goals more easily than ever before. So there is a real chain reaction oftentimes with our goals, especially when we don't have all our eggs in one goal basket. The other thing I'm going to challenge you on here is, is yes, I want you to reach for the stars when it comes to your goals. But also, don't make every single goal on your list a super challenging one. What do I mean? Working toward big goals is great. I'm a fan. Okay? Hard work to get there often does pay off and makes that reward of hitting that goal even sweeter than you ever imagined. But sometimes we all need a little bit of an easy button in life. Am I right? Like sometimes a wild card or a bonus or a battle that doesn't feel so uphill and steep is like just the boost we need to move forward when lots of things are feeling hard. So make sure you've got a A good mix, too, of goals that scare the shit out of you, and you wonder how they'll even happen, and goals that you absolutely, without a doubt, know with full conviction and confidence you will totally achieve. Okay? That's just my two cents on that diversity in your goal selection. Now, a few more tips for the goals you choose, okay? You probably know this, especially if you've worked in a corporate setting before and have done SMART goals, SMART being the acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-bound. So I'm just going to take a few important factors here that I like to remind people of when they are setting goals. First, you do indeed need to be specific. This often means attaching numbers to your goals or frequency or anything like that. So if we're talking about getting in shape, don't just write something like exercise more. Write something like exercise three times a week or exercise a total of 150 times this year. If we're talking about quality time spent with your kids, don't just write, spend more one-on-one time with kids. Write something like, monthly one-on-one dates with the kids or 12 one-on-one dates with the kids. I also love to tally these types of goals throughout the year so I can stay on track with my progress. So maybe even leave a space or make little boxes that you can check or lines where you can ensure you are staying on track throughout the year. And then that, that great sense of accomplishment that you can see when you're able to gradually and regularly be checking off and seeing how far you've come with those goals. What else? What else? Okay. How many goals is too many? I don't have a real rule here when it comes to this, but I will say the years I put too many things on my goal list, the years I got really overly ambitious and excited about my ideas, are usually the years I didn't hit every single thing on my list, which is okay, right? But I think that is because of a few things. One being you can't prioritize everything. And I was probably trying to prioritize too much, okay? And two, when you've got too many goals or too many priorities, you tend to lose interest in one or more of them because let's get real. We're always evolving and growing And maybe that social media goal or something you set for yourself in January meant a lot to you then. But as time goes on, you learn that your business is actually thriving more via email communication. So you decide to focus your efforts on that avenue and you kind of lose interest on the metric goal you'd set for Instagram, for example. So there's no magic number, but I'd say in this case, less is more. I'd shoot for a handful, honestly, or at least try to keep that number close to there. Okay, now let's briefly chat about the thing that is going to keep you from falling off track with these goals once you've set them and you're all pumped on January 1st and you're still pumped on January 4th and maybe you're still pumped on January 9th, but then it's January 17th or 22nd. And your motivation is dwindling a little bit, right? That is okay. And by the way, that is totally normal. We are human and we don't wake up every single day excited and motivated to conquer the world and our goal list. So the beautiful thing about setting annual goals is that you're not going to try to do them all on January 1st. And you don't have to be 110% every single day in order to achieve them you have 365 days, plenty of time to work on these and most importantly, achieve these goals. Now, don't get it twisted. This isn't a free pass for procrastination, but it is the secret formula, in my opinion, to avoid failure, to avoid burnout, to avoid immense pressure that isn't serving us, not the pressure we need sometimes to kick it into gear, the pressure that makes us feel guilty And badly if we aren't spending every day obsessed with something. In my opinion, this is realistic. This is the way to go about achieving big things because it is sustainable. And sustainability is key if you want to remain consistent. If you want to go after big dreams that don't happen overnight. If you want to truly step into being someone who is a goal getter, someone who is slaying not just the day, But the entire year. Now, the other plug I'm just going to put out there because you know, you know, if you know me, I'm a big fan of coaches. And if you are serious about wanting to hit those goals next year, I would strongly, strongly advise you to work with a coach. I have been working with coaches myself for the past eight or so years now. And I can honestly say, I don't think. In fact, I pretty much know I would not have been able to achieve half of what I was able to do without the support, the accountability, the guidance of my amazing coaches along the way. And if you don't have a coach or don't even know what I'm talking about, I want you to take a minute now and I want you to schedule a free breakthrough call with me. Let's see if we're a fit and let's make your 2023 goals happen for you. If you want something you've never had, you need to do something you've never done. And that just might be working with a coach or working with me this year. So you guys, I have so much more I want to say about this topic, but I try to keep these episodes to a max of like 30 minutes because hashtag mom life. So if you want to learn more or you want to spend some time working together on this amazing goal setting process, I want you to be sure to click on the link in the show notes to connect with me so we can make the absolute most of your 2023 goals and help you start, reach, maybe even surpass some of those amazing things that you are looking to achieve. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year. Happy goal setting. Happy 2023, Mamas. You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast i hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded awesome moms and if you haven't subscribed yet don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch girl by the way if you haven't checked out the mama work it website please do There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon, but in the meantime, keep on working it, mama.